Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Radio 929thegame929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg back on a Saturday morning, this 14th day of May. We are now officially Saturday and Sunday mornings with you. This is our first one back there. We did something earlier in the show with, with Back to the Future and the DeLorean and all of that. And then Welcome Back, Cotter. And we just got so entrenched in all of this stuff and forgot stuff. And like I just, the casting call, I just, I forgot to drive people to get cast with Greg. You can see the list there. I Come forgot, on, how could you forget that? That's I important did. stuff. I, I, I forgot to just ask you personally. You know, we had IJ Rosenberg on. Are you guys talking about the inaugural class? Which, again, it's crazy to think 30 people are going to be a part of this inaugural class of the High School Football Hall of Fame. You guys are going to put that together and it's going to be announced in October. And so I questioned him about. Sean McVay, Rams head coach, versus Calvin Johnson, NFL Hall of Famer, but yet Sean beat out Calvin for the top player yeah. in, in Georgia high school when they played together. And, and why is, if Calvin, though he's in the Hall of Fame right now, how do you guys determine, how do you, how do you not think about the, co- the, the well, college and NFL career? I put it in you think about the high school, especially if you have the – Information for high school. You got information for high school. You done high school. McVay won a state championship. Calvin did not. Right. You know now. Now Sandy Creek started winning championships down there after he after he graduated. You know, but but uh, but but you know that's what McVay. I I take it even better than that. I make it even tougher than that. Okay. You know you know and then shout out to KB and all the guys over over off the hook. Right. You know who comes through there all the time that has a gold jacket. Oh Shannon. But he wasn't the best football player at his house. <laughs> okay, that's true. Right? Yeah. Okay. No, probably so, right. So that's, no, 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 probably he was not the best football well, player. Well, I at know his Sterling house. would tell you that, but. No, I saw Sterling play. Okay, well, Sterling, I saw him play too. We saw was, we, we I'm not saw, talking about Green Bay Packers. Okay. Sterling Sharp was the better football player in that house. In high his, school? In high school. Okay, that's and, the part and, you and, left and, out. In college too. Okay. But, right. but I mean, Shannon said it himself at his Hall of Fame induction. Yes, he did. I'm not the best football player from my house, uh-huh. so you got situations like that. So you know that, that's and that's the thing that, that that really challenges you when you do have the evidence and you do have the records, you do have the things that uh, were written about someone who played at the high school level. Um, football is a sport where you can be a late bloomer. 
It's not it's not tennis or gymnastics where you got to show people how good you're going to be by the time you're eight years old. Right. You know, so to me, that's the difference. Well, there's talent there. You a lot of times, the late bloomers are the coaches that they run into later on. Was not that just know that how too. to bring that talent bring out or out, put them in the right position. But also, guys who just decide to get in a situation and the light goes on. You mentioned Rayfield Wright, who's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. He's more of a basketball player. He's a tall, skinny dude, Dad and Griffin. Mm. He filled out after he got to Fort Valley and figured out he could play tight end. Cowboys put him on the offensive line. Hall of Fame. So, I mean, you 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 can do that and find yourself later in a sport, football, or basketball. He mentioned also, the, the, and again, I don't mean to stay too much on this topic, but um, the whole thing with Richard Dent, that hits home, obviously, me with the 85 Bears and mm-hmm. being a Bears fan. Yeah. But that information from him on the high school level is not available, or players like him. Maybe his is, but not everybody. I think, I think his would be of his level. We, we could find his stuff. He played at Murphy High School, which is right over here on I-20, which is now Crim. But, I mean, he played high school ball right around about 20 and then during the, the, the 70s. So uh, people could, could, could document what he did. Okay. Yeah. But, I mean, there are different parts of the states where that, where that would be difficult if that wasn't documented. How, how, how would you get that? Especially the, the pre-integration times. Right. You know, because once those schools closed or were merged, the coach went one way with the trophies and somebody else went some way with the records and – you, you, it's, it's hard. It's hard to find. How that boy who's coaching the Bulldogs played out there in Bainbridge when he was coming up? Oh, he's pretty good. He was pretty good. Yeah, now. Okay, Kirby. Kirby. Kirby Kirby's Kirby. gonna get a look for the Hall of Fame. Um, he should. He should get he a should. cup of coffee and a look at, huh? He was something, he was something to look at. He over at Georgia. <laughs> and Georgia, he was kind of special over at Georgia. Yeah, but we you ain't know? talking about college. We're, We're not, talking about high school. That's just that's why I'm saying that, and that's that's the challenge. I better see. I better see Sean McVay's name on the wall there before Calvin Johnson's. For y'all to have credibility. Have to be before Calvin yeah, Johnson. it does. No, he it beat does. him out. He beat like, him out. Like I said, it, it is a it, well. Once saying that Calvin was a slouch in high no, school. No, he now. was. He came in second. Obviously, you know, okay. They better go in together, or Calvin or Sean's going in first. If it's a numbers game, you know, you need to put them in the same time anyway. Because imagine we, we what that, ser- that that ceremony would be like. Well, you got Sean McVay and Calvin Johnson going at the same time. Please. I think all of them gonna be special. Well. I well, that's a good. That's, that's a good. That's a good answer. I for think a all. Of, I think all of them gonna be special. <laughs> I think they will be. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, ninety two nine The Game, ninety two nine The Game dot com. Uh, these Braves. We had Corey McCartney joining us, who's got a show coming up with Grant McCauley here on the station. Uh, shouldn't worry about Ronald being out. So he's going to play today. He sat out yesterday as he comes back from the uh, from the injury. The, the you know just. You want to treat him with kit gloves, but this guy's bulletproof. He's twenty four, and he just I thinks say like he's bulletproof. But well, but, he, I'm but, saying but, in his mind, like all in people that age. Yeah, and well, any any professional athlete has to at least think that, right? You know, when he com- comes back, and so you, you you've been watching to see if there's any hesitancy in him, and we haven't seen any. He's gone out in stride for stride. He's like he is almost like he, he never left. Um, but you know, you got to be smart with him. You got a long season. If there's anything bothering him, you don't want anything that's gonna, you know, keep him on the shelf even longer. But yeah, the team knows the difference he makes. You know, he knows the difference that he makes, and we all want to see it. You know, we we got one of those guys in town. You know, is it's like Trey Young is for basketball. You don't want to miss it when they're out there. They're gonna do something. Right. You know, pretty amazing. But at the same time, you know, you got a long schedule and a lot of baseball to play. How do you feel about this pitching staff so far, too? Because you know, yeah. Freed last night, he's still. You're waiting for him to show you what he showed you last year in the fall. Not happened yet. I'm not that worried. I'm just, I'm just not. Freed, we mentioned him oh, last yeah, night. Freed. I'm not, I'm not worried yet. 
with any of these guys, any of them, to be honest with you. No, uh, I'm not. I'm not. I mean, like I said, you got time. You're going to have some some outings with some things get away from you. I like seeing the fact that the bullpen and, and uh, Jansen has been has been pretty pretty uh, pretty solid in the end. And you got some guys who want to show what they can do as far as starting. And I think that's been the, the other part that's been fun to watch with this Braves team. Uh, Wright has, has been pretty uh, has shown us pretty well early on and, and, and made the most of his chance to be a part of this rotation. I like what he's doing too. So, you know, Anderson doing great stuff. We're going to see uh, Morton go again. And he got off to a bit of a slow start, a bumpy start. But he's had better outings of late. Um, you just want to see me go. And just remember who you're facing here today. You know, we know what the Dodgers have, but these guys are right there, step for step with the Dodgers out west. And people may not have been aware of that them coming in here. You remember how tough this team was last year, then they faded. Right. You know, like the, the Mets. The, the Padres were, well, the, the Mets, the wheels yeah. fell off of them early, <laughs> but the Padres were so strong um, last season, and then they kind of tail off at the end. That's a really good team. They're getting decent pitching, but man, at the plate. Those guys can bring some bats out at you. And uh, it's an interesting series. Interesting couple of series for the Braves. They're going to play these guys, and then they're going to go all in the world to Milwaukee to start the week. So we look look to see. It'll be a nice time to start some winning trends. Uh, they could take these last two and then go to Milwaukee. They took two out of three from Milwaukee when they played them here a week ago. Let's see what they do when they play, with them, play them, uh, up there next week. You talked about Robinson Cano being picked up by San Diego. What do you think he does for them? At this stage, I don't know what to think of him. To be honest with you, he gets the ten-year deal. He was still with Seattle at the time being because he was that kind of a special player. But since this contract was signed, he has shown to be a knucklehead in a couple different scenarios where he's gotten suspended. Again, of the two hundred, nearly forty, fifty million dollars that he was going to get out of this contract, thirty-five million of it has been just away because he got suspended for. A couple different reasons, okay? He's, he's, he's done that away. Now, this season, he's acting like somebody who doesn't have that drive to want to continue to be the person who earned that contract, which is why he was let go. Was it designated for assignment? That's the worst. Yes, that That's I'm the saying. worst yeah. right there. <laughs> That's just the worst, designated for assignment. Get on out of here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and take your cleats with you. Yeah. Right. Oh, man. So he gets picked up with this. Now, Tatis, if he's in the lineup, and you have um, third baseman, Manny Machado there, yeah. and he fits in there and just becomes just a, just a splash hitter, He's driving him in, doing what he does. And that's probably what they're hoping. I'm hope you're hoping that he gets. You're that. hoping that he gets in there. All these guys are getting the load. Just, just, just contribute. Just, just, just contribute. He's got to have. The, I don't know if they have that voice though, and that's what it's going to have to be. It's going to have to be that voice on that team that he respects, and that he can he will listen to or want to be around. And again, I don't know Robinson Cano enough to know that he's. This kind of person or that kind of person. I don't know if he's snarky on a regular basis. I don't know if he's standoffish. I don't know if he plays well with others. I'm not. I, I'm not familiar with that. There are people who do, but I was just. I was surprised to see how it ended. You know, they're with the Mets, and now he's with San Diego. So well, well, maybe not only does he see it as an opportunity to, to play, he's talking about you know anything they have to do special for him. Look at what he has the potential to achieve with this team. He's not just playing with a team and being in you know, the league. He's, he's on a contender and one of the hot teams in, in the National League that's going toe-to-toe with the Dodgers. 
something in there should like ring a bell and said, "Hey, look at the opportunity you got." You know, and I, you know, and and that's the thing I think you reach for, and you hope you achieve when you bring someone of his caliber onto your team. You hope he says, "You know what? Let me get in and see what I can do to help these guys," and and try to be a little bit of a voice to some of the younger players. And I think they're probably watching to see if he does that. You talk about some of the things he's done. Who better would a young player listen to to avoid those pitfalls if he can be that type of element in the clubhouse? Those are all ifs. Yeah, but he's someone, yeah. if, if, if a kid was having some difficulty or whatnot and, and he was to, to, to kind of take some time with him, take us out, would well, that not make a difference? Someone who's cheap, what he's done, and has had the difficulty that he's had. When they, when, they, when they catch them dudes cheating, the pitchers, what do they traditionally have underneath their hats or, you know, in their gloves, something like that? What's the stuff they always catch it with? Vaseline. Today was the day that Vaseline was patented, sir. Oh, <laughs> holy Gaylord Perry. I, t- I teed that one right up there for you, didn't <laughs> holy I? Holy Gaylord Perry. That was very nice. Yep. 18, when was the year? 1878, on May 14th, Vaseline was patented. I tell you, there was always a beginning of everything that we got on this planet. There was a start date for all of it. When did they end up at baseball games? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. It was, yeah, on that date. Also, well, this is actually, you know, today was the day the Constitution was drawn up. Everybody got on the bus and went over to uh, Philadelphia. And they drew, the <laughs> yeah, they said, get on the bus. Hey, I'm Be- we got to well, hold up. Benjamin Franklin, get over here. You know, <laughs> wait for the rest of them. And they get, where's that Hancock man? Where's that Hancock dude? Yeah, they um, they drew it up today. Okay. First airline flight with passengers. With passengers. Yeah, 08. John McGraw. Speaking of baseball, John McGraw, Yankees manager. Right. He got hit by a cab and busted his leg <laughs> on this date. Ouch. Why they put that on this I category. I know. Why they, did they put that out they there? They did, yeah. But in all seriousness, though, also, today is um, the day in 48. Israel became independent from Britain. So this is their Independence Day, I guess. Independence Day. So there you go. Um, boy, there's all kinds of stuff that happened on this day. Oh, it was, it was a good one. I'm going to save this one for later on. But Willie Mays, winding this up with sports, played his first game with the Mets. Ah. And hit a home run, a game-winning home run, against the Giants, his former team. How sweet was that? I believe that's called symmetry. Hey, just a little bit. Falcons got something going on pretty special. We're going to talk about it next. Uh, and again, this kind of falls into your wheelhouse because it has to do with high school sports in a way. Well, not in a way, exactly. In it a way. is. So we're going to talk about that next. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Odyssey app. I wasn't sure if that was for us, but we're back, right? Oh, yeah, man. <laughs> ah, Sam and you Greg. song? I know the song. I wasn't sure if it was like a commercial or something. But I was sitting here entrenched in all this information that we're about to talk about, so I thought it was the beginning of another commercial. But here we go. I see you two in your heads, Bob, and I go, oh, I need to talk now. Go ahead, Sam go and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame, <laughs> 929thegame.com. You ready to talk some flag football? Absolutely. Female. It's happening. Girls, flag football. It is happening. And I have to change my attitude toward the GS, GHSA. Yeah. Because normally I'm on them about 10-foot rims and all of that, and they finally got that worked out they down are, there in Macon. Are. 
they're, they're ahead of the curve on this. No, that one? Okay, yeah, well. Yeah, they, they got it rolling on this. They have been working with the Arthur Blank Foundation, yeah. and some very, very nice things have happened from that. In fact, a couple nights ago was the unveiling of a 30-foot wall. And to talk more about that, we want to welcome our guests into the show. Amanda Dinkle, Director of Communication, or excuse me, of Community Relations for the Atlanta Falcons. Amanda, good morning. Good morning. How are you? We we are fine here, but that's just Sam and I every morning. We're full of caffeine and we just have fun here and all this <laughs> hey, stuff. Hey, Amanda, how you doing? Amanda, good morning. Sam says he knows you. Is that true? That is true. Where y'all know each other from? Off the hook? No. Jeez, you don't go man, to a barbershop? There's, there's different, different things oh, that okay. the Falcons do in the community, especially when it has to do with youth sports and high school sports. She's something that, that has happened, you usually will see Amanda. Well, something very special has happened. Talk about the event from the other day and how it, the the, the activity that, that happened before that to make the other night happen, meaning the big inaugural head of the wall and girls flag football and everything that the uh, our audience needs to know about the work behind the scenes that has been going on. Yeah, absolutely. Wednesday was amazing. It was absolutely incredible. As you mentioned, we unveiled a huge wall display in Mercedes-Benz Stadium to celebrate all the progress that we've made with girls flag football throughout the state of Georgia that, you know, we've made throughout the past several years, um, and we still have more yet to cover. And it was just really exciting to be there with so many girls flag football players. Uh, We even had executives from the NFL and and from, of course, the Falcons and Arthur and Blank Family Foundation. And um, just really exciting to be able to show everyone now, um, all of the schools that are now playing girls flag football here in Georgia, we started out on this journey uh, back in 2016, and, you know, we said Florida is, you know, having girls flag football, and it's incredibly um, successful. Why aren't we doing that here in Georgia? Uh, we love football in Georgia, so why aren't we giving girls the opportunity to play? Um, and so that's when we set out on the journey, and it's been exciting to see the progress that we've made. We started a pilot program in Gwinnett County 2018, um, and it's since progressed, and, you know, in 2020, it was officially sanctioned. Here we are in 2022, still rolling, and we've got over 220 uh, teams signed up to play this year. So we're really excited about the progress that's been made, and Wednesday was um, incredible to be able to unveil you know, to the public exactly the, the journey that we've had uh, and yet to come. Yeah, that wall is pretty impressive looking. Folks, we're spending time on the waitfor.com hotline this morning with Amanda Dinkle from the Atlanta Falcons, and she is social. You can find her on Twitter at A-J-D-I-N-K-E-L, at A-J Dinkle, all lowercase. Uh, Amanda, thoughts about the fact that um, here the flag football has really caught on quickly uh, and is growing with leaps and bounds in the area, and the fact that the state finals are are televised uh, and the level of participation, and now we're hearing about college programs. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely growing, and I think all of the excitement and progress that we've made at the high school level has compelled for the NAIA now has girls flag football um, as an official sanctioned sport as well at the collegiate level. So for the past two years, um, you know, we've hosted the NAIA women's flag finals at Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Last year was the first year. This year is the second year. It's actually happening right now as we speak. We're in the middle of the tournament. Today is the championship game. Um, for NAIA, and we actually have some some Georgia high school girls that have gone on to play at the NAIA level. Uh, we hosted a showcase last year, um, and we also hosted a showcase last night too in the second year, uh, where high school girls were able to show their skills 
um, in front of NAIA colleges and coaches who were here in town for the tournament, um, which have led to scholarship offers to play at the next level, which is amazing to see, you know, of course, our girls here in Georgia being able to uh, get the opportunity to play at the next level. Um, so that high school showcase was last night. And then the NAIA uh, Women's College Championship will be held today uh, free to attend if anyone's looking for something to do today uh, at Mercedes-Benz Stadium starting at 1230 will be the championship game for the NAIA. But just so cool to see, you know, our high school girls flag football players, you know, being able to play at the next level. Um, because this game is, you know, growing like wildfire, and it's it's so um, passionate and so cool to see the girls loving to play. Let me break this down a little bit here, Sam. We got the sixty by thirty foot Marvel features, eight girls flag football championship banners, four dynamic digital video boards, and over six hundred flags, which represents each participating Georgia High School Association high school and opportunity for expansion within the state. That was read wrong here. Represent each participating <laughs> high school and the opportunity for expansion within the state. The wall also includes photographs of former and current athletes. Where exactly in Mercedes-Benz Stadium, Amanda, is this located at? Yeah, this wall is located on the 100-level concourse right next to the boys' helmet wall. So if you're familiar with the stadium, right. you know, we've got a great display with the boys' high school program um, and all of the helmets that represent all of the high school football programs in Georgia. Um, and so the girls flag football wall is right next to it. Um, and staying and tall right there and, and showcasing uh, exactly as you said, all of the high school programs that have signed on to play girls flag football um, with opportunity to grow. As we know, there's more, more growth left in the state um, and more, more high schools adding on by the year, which is really exciting. Um, and so it's right there next to the boys helmet wall, um, which is, is such a cool feature. Folks, we'll spending time on the waitforit.com hotline with Amanda Dinkle from the Atlanta Falcons, Director of Community Relations, and I get a chance to know her because she shows up at uh, just about anything the Falcons are doing regarding <laughs> high school or youth athletics. And let's talk about going pro because, you know, we we'll go pro as far as playing pro football, but the fact that girls getting a knowledge of the game, the terminology, they're getting to touch it and experience it. Talk about jobs going forward as we start to see more and more as far as officiating, coaching, um, working with broadcast, to me, being a part of this opens doors to a lot of those things, Amanda. Absolutely. You know, we've seen girls like football has brought so many benefits to these girls, but exactly that is, is one of them of being able to open their eyes to, you know, see all the different professions that are available in football and in professional sports. And so that's been really cool to see of, you know, just letting them understand the fun fundamentals of the game, letting them learn to love the game, know how to play the game. Um, you know, hopefully we'll spark some girls to think, you know, what can I do next? If it's not playing on the field, maybe it is, you know, officiating, maybe it is coaching. Uh, we had a young lady um, on Wednesday who, who plays girls flag football. Currently her dad is her coach left you know, boys tackle to play or to coach girls flag. Um, with her and you know she was like we draw plays at dinner time which is so cool <laughs> and you know she's like it's so cool to see you know the inner workings of being a coach and so you know maybe that has sparked a dream of her to become a coach one day and and all the different professions that are available you know either on the field or off the field um, I'm hoping that this you know opens their eyes uh, to girls across across the state and across the country of what what a future can be like, you know, with girls in the sport. It's really cool to see. You know, and here's the other thing about this. We're talking about kids here for the most part, Sam, right? So those of you that are football fans at the next level and the next level after that, you're going to have to kind of suspend 
your angst toward them people to the left of us. Because they started this in in 21. They've expanded. The Falcons have expanded the girls' flag football outreach to Alabama. And you know how folks in Georgia here care about helping them folks in Alabama get better (laughs) at football. But it's at the girls' level. It's at this level. You guys have been doing this not only in Alabama, but it looks like you're reaching out as far as Montana. Yep, absolutely. Uh, we're, we're trying to make this a movement across the country. And, and the really great part is, like you said, we started in uh, Georgia and then Alabama, you know, they said, we, we want, you know, we want that too. And, and, you know, there is a little bit of competitiveness. Alabama yeah. High School Athletic Association, they're incredible. They're like, well, maybe we'll get more schools in Georgia. And so it's been a fun, fun banter with them. Um, but we've also supported with Arthur uh, Blank Family Foundation, Atlanta Falcons, to the Af- uh, Alabama Athletic Association um, to get Girls Flag started in, in their state, as well as Montana. Um, you know, in Montana, Arthur um, has properties and ranches out there. Um, and so we love to be able to help our, our folks in Montana as well. And so we're looking to pilot it this year. Um, but the other amazing part is that other NFL teams throughout the entire country, especially with support from the NFL um, office has been amazing um, to make this honestly nationwide and it's in over 20 to 25 different cities throughout the entire country where um, there are different pilot programs that are starting to pop up um, in an effort to sanction it in their particular states. Um, so it really is becoming nationwide and catching on like wildfire and it's, it's been um, really amazing and incredible. Amanda, we're we going to have to get more than, than more than two or three of you to keep up with this because say, you always yeah, have you, things at, at, the, at the high school you level. You better have a big staff. <laughs> you get around <laughs> the things. How much of a challenge and a test has this been for, for you? It's been, it's been amazing. It honestly takes a village. And we were talking about this, you know, on Wednesday at the unveiling event. Um, you know, it's the support from leadership within the Atlanta Falcons and, of course, starting with our owner and chairman, Arthur Blank, um, you know, Rich McKay, our president and CEO. It's just been incredible the support that we've had for leadership and the entire organization has brought behind this movement and supported it and we couldn't do it without the girls who stepped up to play we call them trailblazers because they are brave um you know to try something new and, and start something new at their school and of course the coaches and athletic directors that signed up to play i mean it's it's all in celebration of them and we couldn't do it without them so it truly takes a village um and it's been it's been awesome to work alongside all of those people and to see how far we've come. Um, it's been great. Definitely been a great team effort. That's for sure. This is fantastic. What can we look forward to going in, um, uh, into the next school year? School year is winding down. Only got about two or three weeks left, um, you know, in this high school year. But looking forward to the next school year, what, what, what are you here? What can we watch for? Yeah, so currently we have over 220 high schools signed up to play girls' flag. Last year we were about um, right under 190. So the growth is there. We're expecting um, a lot more competitiveness, too, with girls' flag, especially with all the different new teams that are starting, expanding throughout the state. Um, So be on the lookout for those new teams and be on the lookout for those teams that have continued to build upon what the foundation has been. Um, for the last several years since we started, it's it's been getting you know bigger and better, um, and we fully expect that for this fall too, and and going into the next several years. So I'm excited to watch, um, especially like you mentioned, you know it's starting to get on on broadcast and everything else. So I'm excited to to get out there and and see what they've got. All right, Amanda. So we're going to make a deal with you. As you said, over 200 schools, some 4,600, Sam. 4,600 players participating yeah. in girls' flag football oh, yeah. throughout the state of Georgia moving forward. So I tell you what, we'll continue to ring that bell for you. you got to go around and tell everybody that Sam and Greg are back on Saturday mornings. 
Awesome. Love that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got to go let everybody know, hey, them dudes are back on Saturday mornings on 92.9 The Game. So, But anyway, Amanda, listen, Amanda <laughs> Dinkle, thank you very much, Director of Community Relations, Atlanta Falcons. Uh, we regularly talk about everything having to do with high school sports. That's what Mr. Crenshaw's wheelhouse is. And so we will absolutely continue to uh, bang this drum. But we can't thank you enough for getting up this morning and being part of the show and passing on the message. Of course. Thank you for having me. Thank you for your support. Hey, and before you leave today, today folks want to go out and watch what's going on. Tell us again what's going on over there at Mercedes-Benz. Yep. yep. Down at Mercedes-Benz Stadium at 1230 will be the NAIA Women's Flag Finals. Um, if you want more information about um, all of the entrance and parking, you can go to atlantafalcons.com slash girlsflag, where you can find our complete journey on Girls Flag, but also information about how to watch the women's flag finals at the collegiate level, um, which will be at 1230 at Mercedes-Benz Stadium today, free to attend. I think she said it all, Sam. How about yeah, you? I think so. <laughs> all right, Amanda, so. appreciate it. You have yourself a big day, and thanks awesome. for coming on and joining us. Thank you so much, guys. All right, Amanda Dinkle joining us here. Uh, again, she is the uh, Director of Community Relations, Atlanta Falcons. That's what she does, man. Yeah, man. I want to. I want. I want to travel on that trip out to Montana and stay out at Arthur's place, man. I want to see what that spread is like. <laughs> yeah, that'd be. Nice, I'm sure there's a golf course out there. I'm still uh, trying to figure out pretty if I nice. Can get out pretty today. Nice. Pretty nice. Oh, what am I? I got all this pent up energy. I got to do something. I'll probably end up doing yard work. That's me. Not if it rains. Well, that's true. Anyway, we are going to put a wrap on this day and uh, final thoughts on some of the stuff that we've talked about and some of the things that we haven't because we haven't got into this, you know. This whole thing about the horse racing season being done. It's over with. There's no point in watching any other race. Talk about that next. Sam and Greg. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929 The Sam and I look like that scene from Wayne's World in the back seat when they started really jamming yeah. at, 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 at Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah. and our heads were bobbing heads and, going back and forth. <laughs> just going back and forth. Anyway, Eric Slaughter throwing that on there, our producer. Um, this is our first day. Yeah. Officially back on Saturdays and throughout the morning. We've been doing welcome back stuff. Y'all missed the welcome back Cotter thing earlier. We did some something from Back to the Future because – like Sam and I tripped and fell into a DeLorean and went back. How about that? And but we're here. But but where was that? They're back. Where was that from? I know you know the, the movie buff that you are. Oh, yeah, oh you talking about what you call it? Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of like a horror actually, show. I actually you didn't guys. have my headphones on there, but if you say that, that takes you back to Poltergeist. <laughs> Another movie by who? Who did? Y'all don't know who did Poltergeist? Yeah, yeah you got me on that one. Okay, it's got to be a horror. That's not a West Craven or a, that's a Spiel, Spielberg. Spielberg? Yeah. yeah, with Spielberg. I didn't know yeah. he was into the horror genre. Oh, he's in that all in that. What scares man? He you. had really other stuff. Was he, Indiana Jones is the stuff. Was what what scares you? Really? Are you he's scared the, of snakes? Are you scared of okay. crawly stuff coming out? You know, that's, crawly that's, stuff. Now, yeah, Sam, I heard you say you're a big Indiana Jones guy, right? Yeah, man. Oh, okay, yes. now do you because because. I've had this conversation with other hosts. We talk about, and Greg, I think me and you have done this once before, and I ain't trying to take your last segment. That's all right. Um, movies that were meant for one actor, they ended up being with another actor. We talked about that once before, Greg. Harrison Ford was never meant to be Indiana Jones. 
Do you know who? Oh, you Indian- mean you're talking about character uh, people who have turned down turned roles. down roles, right? Picture yeah. them. Do, doing do you know that. who turned down somebody, Indiana Jones? Somebody like Kevin Costner or somebody like that. Close. Think about. He thinks about six feet five. Go ahead. Uh, you can tell him. Uh, Tom Selleck. Tom, Tom Selleck oh, was originally yeah. offered okay. Indiana okay. Jones. Okay. You think he would have been a good doctor? What's his name in the movie? Hen- the, <laughs> the character. Indiana, yeah. Okay, Dr. Jones. Dr. Jones, right. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Jones. I don't know if Indiana was actually his first name. I've only or seen it Sean Connery times. called him Junior. Junior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, you, you know. know. We called the dog Indiana. Yeah. He, he might have been <laughs> up for it, but the question is this. Who was a bigger star in 1980? Or 80, mm. 80, 80, excuse me, that would have been in those been late selling, 70s, early 70s. Magnum P.I. Not necessarily. Harrison Ford had already done three, star, done, done two Star Wars movies. Okay, but, but the reason he turned down Indiana Jones is because of his Magnum P.I. commitment. Right. Wouldn't give him the well, time. Well, they wouldn't let him out of his contract. Or same that's difference. The, yeah. That's the whole James Bond thing with, with Pierce Brosnan. That's why Timothy Dalton did those two movies. They were ready for Pierce Brosnan after Roger Moore. But them dudes weren't letting him out of being Remington Steele. So he had to sit there <laughs> and the wait for it. the talking car. With the what? The talking car. That's, a, that's, not, that, that's not Remington no, no, Steele. No, 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 no. You're talking about Knight Rider. Knight Rider. My bad. <laughs> And you got me going all the way down. I forgot what I was going to ask you. You talked about Spielberg. He made everybody scary by just some music. It's just the theme. Because you, everybody now universally thinks of when you hear, don't know, don't know, don't know, don't know. They think of Jaws. Jaws, yeah, okay. Okay, yeah. that's Spielberg. So, but this is but also. He also did Duel, right? Duel? about the trucks. Ah, you know what? That's one like, of those ones that went that big, but you might be I right. Think, I, I have think, to look I, that I think one that's up. one of like his first. It was like a truck. You never could see who was driving the truck, but but you couldn't get away from the truck. Dennis Weaver. Homework assignment number two. Dennis Weaver was driving the car, and there's this truck that was this big 18-wheeler that would just block his way. He was trying to get away from it. Okay. And when the truck wouldn't let him get wouldn't let him get away. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, all I know is we can't sleep on another person who's having a birthday today. We're having this back and forth because it was it's George Lucas's birthday, but it's also Robert Zemeckis' birthday, too. Okay. You know, guy had a couple big hits, you know, Forrest Gump, things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So, anyway. I just talked to somebody like, who was it? D-Led. He went to Savannah, and he tried to find the Forrest Gump park, oh, that bench? Be- the park bench. <laughs> yeah. Which which the park is there, but the bench really isn't there. If you go there, the, the, the you know, it's in, in, in right off from downtown. Right. And the area where the movie theater, there's a movie theater right there. The, the bench really faces in a different direction than it is in the movie. But that's the square. Where 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 it was filmed. Okay. So you can find the square. It's the one with the movie theater. That's where they shot Forrest Gump. The the bench is turned in a different direction. If you go down to Savannah looking for the bench, but the but the but the but the, 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 the little square is there. If you go to Navy Pier in Chicago, before you walk in, there used to be a guy who sat there. The actual guy in the suit, a a a Forrest Gump lookalike, whose job it was to sit there all day long with. The, you know, the little suitcase next to him, and people would come up and get their picture taken with him. Did he talk? Did yeah, he, he did. Speak? He had the whole, the whole the you know, the way like he talked, just like in the movie. Lips. Exactly. Okay, okay, and you could okay. go up and sit there and, and get your picture taken with him. I'm sure that's changed since the pandemic, but it why may is not he, be. Why is he in Chicago? Um, there's somebody. And then right inside, the first restaurant was that was there was Bubba Gump's. Bubba Gump's Shrimp, okay. Yeah, and they had a jazz, they had a blues band that played in there. Man, I, that's one of the places I got to take you to. Now we got to go to. We also got to go to Top Golf, 
Because yeah. you've never been to a Top Golf. Top I've Golf. I've been. I just haven't played. Now. Greg. I've Clarkson Odyssey.com. I got to take Mr. Crenshaw been, out there. So I've let been, me know I've, which I've one a, of y'all want us out there. I've been a bunch of been a bunch of times. Just been for different. Yeah, different you occasions. haven't gone out there though. For different in, reasons. And done this. By the way, Robert Zemeckis also did Back to the Future, which we played earlier too. Sam and Greg, we're going to turn things over to Nick Kale. Coming up top of the hour, we are here on Saturdays and, of course, on Sundays, and we're getting ready for a uh, a full day of sport. This is like a game day Saturday. You have to get off whatever problem you got, and you start saying that again because that's your phrase. And I didn't do this earlier. We were so busy with things we're doing. Good morning, Georgia, in the 9 o'clock hour. I didn't do that earlier. We didn't? Nope. I thought we did. Nope, we didn't. We went right, we went right into Braves talk and other stuff, but I didn't reach out and say a happy for Saturday who? morning to folks morning. in Dallas. In Dallas, Dallas, Georgia, the the um, the original home of uh, WKRP. What do you mean the original home? The original, the the the, the, the original radio station that actually had the call letters WKRP was in Dallas, Georgia. Not since not Cincinnati. Yeah, but th- there's 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 like WGNs all around the country. WGNs. Yeah, there's people who have certain the same call letters in different cities. And so you're saying that was the, there were the w, first there, people to use there, those three letters. Other, there's another WGN. Yeah, other little little towns Where? that have radio stations. There, there's an SB. There's there's other there's other stations. There's WFANs in other cities. Maybe not be big cities, but they have them. Call letters aren't all locked into one particular city, so people can use those letters. Imagine okay. all the little cities between New York and the Mississippi River. But they have saying, to find I'm three letters. There, there was actually a WKRP in Dallas. Georgia. Okay, I didn't know that. I yeah. I did not know that. Yes, there was. Okay. Okay. Did they have a Les Nessman working there? <laughs> oh, Venus Flytrap. Yeah, <laughs> Doctor Johnny Fever. May he rest in peace. We just lost him. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> the news of the Braves game today. Excuse me. Acuna's going to be back. Looking forward to that. And, and it's we gonna, can watch and it on FS1. Be on TV. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be able to, we'll be able to not watch stream. it. There you go. <laughs> um. That that that's what's going on. The playoffs are going on in the NBA. We'll talk about what happens, um, the results of what happens today tomorrow morning. But also, I'm looking forward to Joe Patrick. He's going to join us tomorrow at nine twenty or so. Okay. Now, Joe normally wears two hats. He'll come and talk to us about the Braves. He'll talk to us about Atlanta United. Who, by the way, go up against is it New England tomorrow? New England, yeah, New England Revolution. Free at three thirty, kick at two o'clock. A little good news um, uh, on the Joseph Martinez front. He was on the field at the training facility yesterday, working out separately from the rest of the team. But it was good to see him back on the field doing some rehab and no telling about the timetable when he's going to get back. And we know this team has been a battle of attrition, uh, losing a lot of uh, you know pivotal players to injury early on this season. But it looks like he's he's working his way back. And, um, you know, until that time, you know, you got to go out and, and get another win tomorrow if you can. They're going to be at home. I think one thirty start tomorrow right. in Mercedes-Benz. Well, kickoff is at 2 o'clock. The pregame is at one thirty. Okay. But um, so Joe will not only be talking about those two matchups, but he's also now wearing a Falcons cap too, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So he'll talk about these these mini camps that are going on. We could, Rookie you know. mini camp. Uh, you know, we only got to talk to four of them yesterday. Four more of them will be available for the media to talk to today um, up at Flowery Branch is these, um, you know, young guys get uh, get accustomed to to uh, life in the NFL, the challenges, and seeing who makes that transition. We talked earlier about guys who have great high school 
Maybe not do great college. Maybe not good pro. These are guys who played great, obviously, high school, great college. Now they got to take a, 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 a transition to the next level. So, you know, we'll see. This is the beginning for them. And this is such a pivotal match that we are going to be out there doing a remote. Who's that? Tomorrow. We'll be really? out there. Carl Dukes, Randy McMichael. Okay. From 11 to 1, I'm reading right here. At it, out there at the Benz. Okay. So this is, this is, this is a big matchup. We, we send, when we send those two guys out, <laughs> we, we make Carl and Randy get out there and do some work. It's a big matchup. Of course, you can hear the match right here on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. One of the things that we can now say we, nobody cares about, I'm confident in saying this, is the remaining two legs of what would be the triple crown races in horse racing. This is this month or so we care about horse racing, five weeks or six weeks, whatever it is. But now you find out that Rich Strike, the Kentucky Derby winner, is not going to run in the Preakness. But he's going to run to Belmont. Yeah, nobody cares about that. You just want to see triple crowns. I'm if sorry. He, if he wins two out of three. That don't mean nothing. Would you get a, get a half a belt? I don't mean what that. What do you get? You don't get a crown. You get a double crown. No, that that, that that means that means you get great stud fees. You do, but we don't that's, see that's, that. No, we don't see we that. We don't but, care. But the, but the, the, the owners rating, and the people will. Uh, the ratings will be next to nothing. Did we ask you this before? I, I, I'm sure we did, but I can't remember the the single day event that you'd want to most go to. And whether it was, the, I think we had a poll question: the Indy 500, the Kentucky Derby, Daytona 500. You know, um, not talking. I know you love tennis. Yeah, but but Wimbledon. That's over two weeks. That's over two weeks. That's over two weeks. But for the one one thing, it would probably be um, probably be Kentucky Derby. I I haven't been to Indianapolis, been to Daytona a bunch, so it would probably be Kentucky Derby. Oh, Kentucky Derby. Just to go, just to go and see it. You just Just want to get a new hat. Well, you don't have to have a hat to go there, but you're gonna dress up kind of nice though. If you're not sitting out there in the middle with all the drunks out in the infield, you know, <laughs> stepping over people, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't, I don't want to do that, but you know, you want to go, you dress people up, man. People still wear sucker suits. I probably find me one. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. You, you could be in one. You could wear one. Seal sucker suit, man, or something like that. I might wear a hat, maybe not. In some of them little slippers or something you wear. Yeah. No, you need to get a seal sucker suit with a straw hat. You know, but that's that's what you would you would want. That you want to dress the part. We are going to be talking again <laughs> tomorrow. We're talking about Joe Patrick's going to join us. Obviously, we reach out to Terrell Thomas, but we may have a national voice. We're working on that, but Terrell Thomas hopefully will join us, talk to NBA playoffs. Um, we are going to be talking, obviously, uh, a number of things with Joe, but there is a still-to-be-announced special guest maybe tomorrow with our show. We'll be with you from 6 until 10, so we're going to let that know. Eric, have we covered everything we needed to cover this morning? I'll tell you, reaching out to our producer. I think you boys have done an excellent job, and uh, we'll see you bright and early on our And you got Sunday something special morning. for us tomorrow morning, too, right? We'll run into it when we get to it. Yes, Ooh. we will. Oh, and there you have it, folks. Looking forward to it, Eric. Hey, listen, thank you for everything you did today, getting us up on the air. Uh, the rest of you, have yourself a big day. Sam and I will be back tomorrow. Mr. Crenshaw, you sure you don't want to go out and hit him, man? We're going to play some tennis. Is it too wet for you? No, it ain't too wet for me. I just didn't bring my stuff with me. Okay, I didn't bring mine either. You can go out and buy some. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929TheGame.com. And be sure to take us with you on the Odyssey app. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. 
There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t 